You're listening to Beyond the Plate with Andrew Kaplan. This sounds so weird. You're listening to Beyond the Plate with Cappy. Hey everyone, this is Cappy, and you're listening to Just the Plate, a production of Beyond the Plate. Just the Plate is a short segment where chefs describe a recipe, sharing insider tips and tricks on what makes this their favorite dish. Today you'll hear from Andrew Zimmern. Andrew's a four-time James Beard award-winning TV personality, chef, writer, and teacher. He is regarded as one of the most versatile and knowledgeable personalities in the food world. If you missed last week's episode with Andrew, please be sure to check that out. In this episode, Andrew discusses his Chairman Mao-style red braised chicken that he says universally cannot be disliked. It's a family favorite, and he serves it at least once a week in his own home. Now I'll stop talking, but get hungry. Hey everybody, my name is Andrew Zimmer and I'm a chef, anthropologist, teacher, writer, social justice advocate, global thought leader, dishwasher, dog walker, father, husband. I love Chinese food. I think China has the most culturally relevant food of any place on earth. And for depth and breadth, the regionality of Chinese cuisine, the variety of technique, the variety of ingredients, the history, Chinese food really moves me in a way that is very special. So I cook a lot of Chinese food and I cook a lot of Chinese food at home. I married a woman who is from a small town in Minnesota. She is a medium meat and potatoes gal. Our son, who's now 12 and a half, of course, was not always the best eater. So you can't make a really nice jellyfish salad with black vinegar and chilies for them for their sort of casual Wednesday night after school, after PTA meeting, family dinner. So I had to go to the the vault and pull out something that I just thought universally could not be disliked. And it has become a family favorite and I serve it, oh gosh, at least once a week in our home. It is the dish that our regular guests in our home, friends and family who come over for dinner, actually call and request the most. It's based on the Chairman Mao style red braised pork dishes and chicken dishes that are so famous from Shanghai. And it's super, 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 super simple. I put a a large pot, usually a 10 or 12 quart Le Creuset or heavily cladded thick pot on the stove, one that has a lid. Sometimes I make this in my Le Creuset bouillabaisse pot, which I really love. I take like two chickens and I cut them in pieces. I put a few tablespoons of peanut oil in the bottom of the pot, get it nice and hot till the peanut oil is just rippling and aromatic and I know I'm gonna get a hard sear right away. And I brown all the chicken pieces on both sides, reserve it to a plate or platter, and then being careful not to scorch or burn the little sticky bits that are in the bottom, I add a handful, maybe, you know, 10 whole dried spicy Chinese chilies, like Sin chilies. If you don't have them, Arbol, dried Arbol chilies, which are available in any Mexican grocery, are almost the identical chili. And I don't break them. If you break them, the dish is gonna be spicy. If you leave them whole, it's just gonna be warm. Not even really tingly, just warm in a delightfully spicy way. I add two bunches of chopped scallions. I add about 12 garlic cloves, just gently squished whole. I add about a cup of sliced ginger. Sometimes I do it in fine julienne. Sometimes I just, with the skin on, just do thin slices all the way across a big chunky piece of ginger and throw that in there. I throw in two or three cinnamon sticks. I throw in three or 
or four buds of star anise, which gives it a wonderful licorice cinnamon background flavor with those two spices in there. And then I add my liquid seasonings to the pan. I add about a cup and a half of really good high quality soy sauce. I have some really premium, very mild Japanese soy sauces that I use for those. I do not use a reduced sodium sauce. It doesn't give the right flavor when it's cooked. But really premium soy sauces tend to be less salty and less aggressive. So I have a cup and a half of that. I add a about a half cup of oyster sauce, a half cup of hoisin sauce. I add like two cups of brown sugar. I add 0.750 liters, standard wine bottle size, of really premium Chinese rice wine. Now, that's a hard thing for a lot of people to source. You know, when I find it in New York, I buy a case at a time and bring it home with me. But sake is a fantastic substitute. So just a good bottle of premium sake. And some of the name brands are great to cook with. So don't be afraid of using Gekikan or some of the other ones. But of course, the better the sake, the better the dish will turn out. So I throw a bottle of that in there. I throw in about a cup and a half of mirin, a half cup of Worcestershire sauce, which I added sort of recently as a sort of a balancing act when I found this Worcestershire sauce called Colonel Pabst. And it's made, it's naturally fermented using beer. And it is so addictively delicious. Shameless plug, we sell it on my website, andrewzimmer.com. But you can find it in stores as well. Oh, and then I dump my chicken back into the pot and I let that mixture come to a boil. Then I lower the heat to maintain the barest simmer and I put the lid on and I cook it for about 20 minutes. Then I remove the lid and cooking it as slowly as I can and still allowing the liquid to simmer at a decent pace. Not the strongest simmer, not the slowest simmer, a nice medium simmer. I just let the liquid reduce to a glaze around the chicken. And you gotta do it nice and slow. Don't worry about overcooking your bird. It's not gonna happen. As long as you don't use a really narrow, tall spaghetti pot to cook, in which case it'll take forever for the liquid to reduce. But after about 30, 40 minutes with the lid off, you will have a sticky, syrupy glaze. You'll just see it getting tighter and tighter and tighter. And you know it's right when this sort of caramelly, sticky sauce is actually adhering to the chicken pieces as you stir it. When you move a rubber spatula across the bottom of the pot, you'll see that it takes a while for the sauce to collect back into the center because it's got enough body. And at that point, I just dump the contents of that pot into a bowl. So I've got all the solids in the sauce. For people who like spicy food, you let them take one of those whole braised chilies and break it open in their dish and it'll make it much hotter. The ginger is edible, the garlic is edible, the scallions are edible. If I'm a nice guy, I'll discard the cinnamon sticks and the star anise so that no one bites down on them unintentionally. And I serve the dish with a huge pot of white rice because this sauce and the chicken with white rice is like blow your mind good. And usually with it, I'll do a wok tossed or sauteed pea tips and baby bok choy, maybe with some fermented Chinese black beans and maybe a little bit of chili in it. I'll do grilled broccoli rob. I'll do steamed snow peas that I dress with a really simple Chinese vinaigrette with rice wine vinegar or black Chinese vinegar. I mean, put lots of vegetables around the table. With this dish, sometimes what I'll do is I'll just oven roast 
roast carrots with honey and sesame seeds and put those out at room temperature. Hot steamed snow peas just dressed with a little black vinegar and salt. As many vegetables as you can put around this, the better. And then for dessert, it's usually some sort of Asian-inspired ice cream because the kid loves ice cream. So lychee ice cream, coconut sorbet, things like that are really fun to serve with it. It's an easy, I know it sounds complex, but the vegetable dishes are simple to do. The chicken, once you've made it once or twice, it's foolproof. There are recipes for lots of Chinese food like this. I think this recipe itself, a version of it, may be on my website as well. But I hope you enjoy it as much as our family does. That's for sure. This episode was produced by Ian Cohen, Joel Yeaton, a.k.a. The Wizard, Sean Petrosian, and me. Thank you all. You can find me and keep up to date with this podcast across all social media platforms at On Cappy's Plate or go to www.beyondtheplatepodcast.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on your preferred listening site of choice. Thank you for listening to Just the Plate, a production of Beyond the Plate. I'm Cappy.